Uh, all right, shall we? Shall we begin, gentlemen? Let's see. Let's fuck this all pig. Right. All right. Uh, go Gogs. Oh, I'm Gogs. Hi, Welcome everybody. Welcome to the podcast. That's right, move oh. the podcast. This week in Emilio Estevez, we watched the seminal 19-something film, Men at Work. <laughs> yeah, Damn, Gogs. That, that was good. That was Thank really you. good. Uh, yeah, we don't have any Gogs this week. It's a classic Real Buddies episode. Real uh, Buddies. Um, because Gogs' is tummy aches or something. He ate too many chicken tendies last night, I guess. Oh, no. I don't know. And chalky milk. <laughs> chalky milk and chicken tendies. <laughs> well, Liz probably ran out of chalky milk, so she had to give him strawberry milk. So now he's just feigning. He's, <laughs> no, he's pouting. No, he's feigning being sick, so like she won't ever buy the strawberry milk again. Uh, uh, strawberry milk, by the way, is vastly inferior to chocolate milk. It's a you guys still It's still better than vanilla. Uh, yes, I like. I'm yes. partial to the banana milk. Oh yeah, which yeah sounds like an Andrew Dice Clay bit, not just cum, but like actual <laughs> banana flavored milk. <laughs> Why'd you shoot your banana milk in my face? Because <laughs> I couldn't stand looking at your ass. Oh, oh. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> dude, my parents used to get me this sugar-free Nestle Quick that you had to like stir <laughs> in yourself, and like it was unstirrable. Like there would always just be sludge. It was the fucking worst. Yeah, I grew up, I mean, my grandmother was diabetic, so there was always, like, some random sugar-free thing in the house, and God forbid, yeah. like, I stumble on it, it was always, like, I feel like now, I feel like, I mean, I feel like we've made a lot of advances since since we were children, but, like, like fat-free and, like, sugar-free stuff now doesn't taste like absolute dirt like it used to. Like, <laughs> fat-free is not even really a thing anymore. Yeah, that used it's to be hard a good to thing. Find fat free now. It's just like diet or low cal. Yeah, or true. I did have diet. I, now it's like zero sugar. Zero sugar is the thing. Yeah, exactly. I, I did yeah. have like the worst like fucking diet food. Uh, was it Alec? Do you guys carry that Walden Farms brand? Are you familiar with what that is? The salad dressing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They have a zero calorie ranch. Oh, which God. like, oh no, it tastes like somebody emptied out a bottle of Hidden Valley and filled it up with water. <laughs> and then sold it like it is fucking awful. Uh, like oh, I don't know why I thought that would be like appropriate to eat, but ugh, that sounds disgusting. It um, is. Well, anyway, speaking of disgusting, I don't know. That's a terrible segue. Uh, we watched watch a movie about trash. Men at Work, um, a movie that I I remember fondly, but um, I, I don't know. It's it, it's a movie that, uh, fellows. I'll be honest with you. I watched this movie. Uh, yesterday afternoon, around four o'clock, I am having a hard time remembering almost anything about it. <laughs> like, I, this movie made no it's like, on me it's, it's like a William Burroughs thing, right? Like, it doesn't take place on, like, actual Earth. Yeah, and, and the char- we'll get into it, but the characters okay. make just some completely irrational decisions. Um, before we get into uh, what did we watch last week, I wanted to do a little bit of uh, a little bit of housekeeping kind of so yesterday, I wish Goggs was here. Uh, last night, I first time I, somebody's ever said that. I know, right? Um, certainly not his wife. Uh, but uh, last night, Goggs and I went to this tiny little independent wrestling show in Carroll County, and one of the fucking wrestlers was Facade, who was a wrestler in fucking Wrestlers versus Pro Zombies. And um, if you've never <laughs> Wrestlers versus Pro Zombies, Professional Zombies. Pro wrestlers versus pro zombies, yeah. Um, 
And if you've never been to a... Amateur zombies. Yeah. Well, they just got to eat enough brains to go pro. You you Um, never went to shorties in 2006 and met all the amateur zombies and vampires? (laughs) But if you've never been to a a independent wrestling show, nine times out of ten that they... Like, all the wrestlers there, they'll meet you, they'll talk. They have... They're, you know, they're trying to make money. They're probably making $10 in the match that you see them in. So, anyway, we walked over to Facade's table and we're like, bro... We just watched your fucking movie, and I kind of, my heart kind of sank, because, like, he loves the movie. You oh, no. Tell. You could tell. He's like, so what'd you guys think? And we were like, well, you know, like, we, I think I, I was trying to be as polite as possible. I was like, well, the movie knows what it is. Like, it's really stupid and out there. He's like, yeah. He's like, it's it's real dumb, but, like, we had a lot of fun making it. Like, it's a trauma movie, and I, 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 I he was selling dogs as a trauma movie, and then you know, I can't help it. My fucking, like, fucking film nerd kicked in me. I was like, well, it wasn't technically a Trump movie. They fucking picked it up after you filmed it. But he's like, yeah, Mr. Trump. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I was such an asshole. Damn. It was Damn. like a fucking, Sean, it was like a, a reflex. I couldn't help I know, it. I, I know, I, I can feel it, like, well... <laughs> you're going to let it go. Like, yeah, it's dumb, but it's like, well, it's a trauma movie. <laughs> It was like it was like that one time at Sa- at a at a Soundgarden in Baltimore where they said that they had it on Blu-ray and I said ooh or they, they had it on DVD they didn't have it on Blu-ray and I said ooh I don't, I don't know if I ever on- told this story but my buddy Shelby was working at a macaroni grill in Annapolis and uh, Johnny Resnick came in there from the Goo Goo Dolls and uh, uh, his buddy goes hey man the guy from the Goo Goo Dolls is here and he goes so what they suck and Johnny Resnick who apparently is the nicest guy in the world like tugs him on the the, uh, shirt and is like hey they're not that bad and he's like no man you guys suck that's pretty funny Uh, um, but anyway so we met Facade he had he had some very cool stories about Roddy Piper like it was a very nice like he seemed like a very nice guy yeah um I feel bad for him because, like, his teeth are just fucked up. Like, all his teeth are just destroyed. Yeah. Uh, probably from, you know, various bumps and stuff. Did you, did you ask him about getting franchised? No, no. We didn't bring up Shane Douglas. I, I, I really wish I had. But we brought up Piper, and he said, like, Piper was, like, super nice to him the whole time. He said well, that cool. Piper, he said Piper was, like, insane like in real life he said that piper used to do this thing where he like you know they they filmed that in that weird like i don't even warehouse whatever in the middle of pennsylvania or whatever they did but i guess like they didn't have like bathrooms there so like they'd have to go piss out in the woods oh my and he god said that, he said that piper was so paranoid that he would piper would come to him and be like hey man can you watch me while i'm back there because i don't want somebody to come up on me and he's like <laughs> What, what are you talking about? Like, we're out in the middle of no, he's like, I guess like, you know, well, Sean, you know this, but like Piper back in like the old days literally used to get like stabbed and shit yeah. by like fucking wrestling fans that believed it. And I guess he still had that mentality in his head, but he said Piper was super cool. Piper would like call him on holidays and stuff. Oh, shit. Like, That's fucking cool as hell. I think he's getting kind of a, a, a re, a reexamination. I've seen a lot of hell comes to Frogtown shit. Lately, I don't know if it's like an anniversary yeah. or something. People are like, oh yeah, that movie rules. <laughs> we talked about that a little bit because like he's like a big like because he you know he brought up the trauma stuff, but he loves yeah. like you know B movies and stuff. We we're talking about Hell Comes from Octave. He's like, yeah, I love that movie. I love you know they live. I'm like, yeah, it was cool though. He yeah. he was very nice. It was funny. Like Gogs is the one that pointed out as soon as he walked out, he's like, that's the guy. 
That's the guy from Pro Wrestlers versus Amateur Zombies. It was awesome. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, so we, I really wish I, I didn't want to bother him anymore because he's trying to sell his t-shirts and stuff. But yeah. I really, I wanted him to cut a promo for the show, but I was, we already took up enough of his time. I felt bad. Uh, anyway, uh, what did y'all watch this week? Uh, Alec. I watched two movies. Two movies? Two movies? Not things, well, but movies. Two films. <laughs> Two films. Well, one's a film. One's oh shit, maybe a film. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Some people would call it a film, especially the two leads yeah. for their SAG cards or whatever. But uh, the first one, which is not the banger I remember, but it's still a partial banger. Uh, yeah. tw- twins. Oh, oh, I love twins. You're yeah. the shit that's left over. <laughs> which uh. I remember seeing, but like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, it must have been one of those movies that like was on a lot as a kid, but yeah, I didn't it definitely watch was. it. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I didn't remember hardly anything from it. I remember some of the lines. You named, you named your cat, cat Julius. Julius. I feel like <laughs> that comes up a lot. This is my first t-shirt. <laughs> oh yeah. I love it. to be bad. I love the fact that uh, Metal Gear Solid has basically the same plot as Twins <laughs> in, a, in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Snake. I'm the shit that's left over. <laughs> that's pretty good, Sean. That's pretty Thank good. <laughs> uh, Anthony and I used to watch Twins all the time uh, because, for whatever reason, that was like one of the movies that he had in his house growing up. It's pretty good. Like it's yeah. fun. Danny DeVito fucking blasted it, and he's like, Danny DeVito rocks. Danny DeVito is playing. I don't know, fully outside type, but kind of outside anything I've seen him in. Yeah. Because in a lot of his movies, he's like a Dallas Luck loser, and he's like kind of dirty and scummy, or just like downtrodden. And this right. one, he's dirty and scummy, but he's also like, his house is like baller shit. Yeah. Um, Like he's doing all right for himself on all his little deals, and has uh, scams and stuff that he runs. Uh, his girlfriend in the movie is one of the worst actresses I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, she's really bad. I can't remember her name. Yeah, I, I know. But I can picture her in my head. I can't think of what her name is. And, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger gets Kelly Preston, who's, like, one of the best actresses in our lifetimes. Yeah, she's um, been uh, pretending to be married to a straight dude for a long time. Uh, She's dead. Actually. Oh, shit, is she? Oh, <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, she's been dead. <laughs> um, well... Alec, are you familiar with the spiritual sequel to Twins Junior? No, I've never seen that. I don't think I have either. Does that have DeVito in it too? Yeah, Yeah, it's him and, it's him, I almost said Stallone. It's him and, and Schwarzenegger. And the, the plot is that, like, a man. Schwarzenegger's a trans man. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's kind of wild. Um, no, I've not seen Junior. I can't, Alec, uh, I can't I, remember. Does, does Twins devolve into a third act action movie like every other movie of that era, including the one we're going to talk about later? Not fully. Okay. But, uh, there's definitely like a shootout and, uh, some gunplay. And then, cause the whole, the whole thing is Danny DeVito gets, he steals cars. He basically is just like a low, low level criminal. Steals yeah. cars. Does all the shit. Schwarzenegger can't believe he does this stuff because he thinks the best of him because he's a long lost brother. Um, but then DeVito steals a car that has a, like a neutron engine in the trunk or something. <laughs> and he decides he's going to drive it to Dallas for the $40 million 
instead of the guy who's supposed to. So the guy who's supposed to, like, catches him there and threatens to kill him and shoot him. But the Danny DeVito pulls a lever and a chain falls on him. And, like, the hook from the chain knocks him out. And then, no joke, like, 8,000 pounds of, like, normal-ass chain, like you would get at Home Depot, just keep falling for, like, two minutes straight. <laughs> it's so weird and so funny. And they're both standing there looking at Schwarzenegger and DeVito are staring at it like, now what do we do? Just waiting for this chain to stop. And when it stops, there's a pile, like, taller than Arnold and probably ten feet wide that crushes this guy to death. It's very weird slapstick. Um, the movie's a lot of fun. Uh, I gotta, I, I, that is definitely a movie that's due for a uh, revisit for me. Oh. No, I thought you were going to say something else. It's, no, uh, no, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, definitely fun. I know in the, like, at one point, talked about sequel, Eddie Murphy was going to play the third win. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Which I would have loved to have seen That'd that. Been that been awesome. That era, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that would have been really Basically, good. Basically, playing Axel Foley. That would have, that would have fucking rocked. I, um, totally I think they're making another one of those. Of course they I think are. They're making Why another Beverly Hills Cop. Hey, uh, whatever, I mean, man. No, I, the way Eddie Murphy's resurgence is gone, like I'm all yeah. for it. After I mean, my movie. If he makes it like meta textual, maybe it'll be fun. I I don't know, man. I'm just so worn out. Like I feel like like I I, I don't think we talked about it on the show, but they announced that they're making Lord of War two. Like I like Lord of War one, but like who's yeah. asking for that fucking sequel? Like Nicholas Cage's accountant. But At least like, Jared Leto won't be in it. No, it's um, what's his name? The weird-looking guy that's kind of hot. Uh, and then the, Bill, make, Bill you think Skarsgård. it's gonna be a follow-up about how they had to trade him for Brittany Griner? No, it's uh, <laughs> I saw this. It's too. Because isn't that like, what happened? It, I, I think so. Yeah, I think that is. It's like a similar. I think, but I, I think, think it's Lord of War II, the guy that it was based on. I think Lord of War Two is about a similar arms dealer, but not the same arms dealer, from what I understand. Oh. That movie is very good. I like Lord of War. I, yeah, I just, yeah, that I movie's just, not bad. I remember seeing it. It's just you one of those things. Where, Rumble. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, see, like it, it, ten years after the fact, the sequel. Like, I the, upon first viewing, I'm like, this isn't a movie that needs a sequel. Anyway, uh, what is the? I assume, Alec, that 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 Twins was the film that you watched. What is the barely a film you watched? It's two thousand uh, vehicle with two thousand pretty boys. Ooh. Uh, Ashton Kutcher and Sean William Scott. Oh hell Judy, yeah! Where's my car? Yeah, the nine eleven movie. I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna possibly lose some cred here. I've never seen it. Yeah, never oh, seen this it. the first time I've seen it, and you're yeah. not missing anything. No. <laughs> the only thing I, that I liked about it, like, is that it does at the end actually involve like time travel and aliens. I was gonna say, aren't there like aliens and shit in the movie by the end of it? Yeah. Yeah, the whole time you think it's just these people being ridiculous, uh, like cosplayers and like being sucked up in Scientology or something, but they end up legit being like aliens and like traveling through time and space. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm all right with that. If you like that era of Stifler and Kelso from Kelso, yeah. that '70s show, like you'll probably like this movie because they're just playing those two characters the whole time. Yeah, um, I, I think I can. The only thing, this. you know, the, the thing I didn't like actually the most. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I liked it or I didn't like it, but like, Stifler had like a weird, like childlike 
quality to him during it, or he's kind of like dumb, but maybe touched. Oh, like no. even. But then, but then they made uh, Ashton Kutcher like he randomly says like really smart things, or I like do that. like like quotes that like there's zero chance a character like that would would remember from like history. It's, yeah, they kind of—it's like a Homerism sometimes, where he drops something that like doesn't work. You know what oh, I mean? Like, oh, Bartholomew. That's, yeah. I was just gonna—you beat me to it. That's always the yeah. one. I feel like Saint Augustine of Hippo. What is, are they? I like the one where he. Uh, what he you finds, say, <laughs> I like or the one where he finds. Uh, is it Henry Kissinger's glasses? And he's like the. He gives the he gives the, uh, the he's like he says the thing from the Wizard of Oz and the guy's like that's a right triangle you idiot. <laughs> well, by the time he gets in the atmosphere, it's just gonna burn up. It's be no bigger than the size of a chihuahua's head. Yeah, he's like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm scared too. Oh, Simpsons are really good. I don't know if you guys right. it used to it used to be anyway. Thirty years ago, it was great. Yeah, still going, still going strong. Well, still for some going. Um, yeah, I got for some reason I, I watched those two. Uh, those two things every now and then i'll play i i, I did the whole a couple of years ago the whole full simpsons catalog yeah that was psychotic you watched everything i, That's I can't bring myself to keep doing it and keep up every now oh, and then thanks. i'll throw on a random episode on hulu that like just came out and i'm like nope still still good you should like, do that you should you should do that with like uh another like 90s series you should do it with like king of the hill or something that might be interesting. that's still good though like i've watched them all well they're recently. they're doing they're doing a, uh, they're relaunching it. Yeah, Futurama's getting revived too. Yeah, Futurama's coming out in like a month, I think. I have a lot more faith in, in, uh, Mike Judge though. I feel like, cause like he brought Beavis oh, stay and Butthead tuned for back. Mike Judge talk later. Ooh. Um, yeah. but he brought back Beavis and Butthead and that shouldn't have been good and it was good and like, yeah, I don't oh, the know, movie's I feel great. Like, I haven't seen the I show. Feel, I feel like. Alec, you watch the show, right? I fucking love it. Good. Yeah, I, I every, co- like, every couple of weekends we get high just watch Beavis and Butthead while we do I, I was night. thinking about, I was at the gym and like I couldn't stop laughing because I had to post it, that scene from the original Beavis and Butthead series where it's like, the one boy is called Butthole and the other one, <laughs> I think he's called Joe. What do they look like? I believe these boys are Oriental. <laughs> like I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> butthole and Joe. <laughs> Doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> no, not uh, uh, anything else, Mr. Alex? No, we've started rewatching Arrested Development. God damn, the first three, first three seasons of that show. So good. Are like some of the best seasons of television ever put on TV. And there's <laughs> yeah. so much foreshadowing from everything. Even it carries like seasons later. Like we just got to the episode where Buster got his hand bitten off. Oh my and God. It's yeah. like, there's so much lead up to it. Like, like the two or three episodes ahead of time, there's like a million jokes about like hands being lost. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, so that, good. There's just something about the writing to that show. It was so sharp and all that. Like, it's one of those things where everything went together perfectly, right? Like, it's perfectly cast. It's perfectly like directed. Like, everything was so like quick. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I, it's, uh, it's lightning in a pan though. Like, I don't think there'll ever be another show like it. Like, I feel like. I don't know. It was just, it was just so fucking good. I mean, they couldn't even like. I, I like the first season that they did that, that when they came back for Netflix, but the second one, mm. I didn't not even finish it. Not, I didn't. Yeah, me neither. Because they split it in half. I watched yeah, the I, first half and not the second half. I just it broke my heart. Yeah, it wasn't very good. But it's a shame. no, that's that's it. Shout out to Arrested Development. Yeah, good. It used to be a good show. Hey, that's the name of the show. 
<laughs> um, Sean. Oh, I watched two. Oh, yeah, no. basketball playoffs plus two things. Oh, you watched oh, movies? I've been, I've been, oh. Yeah, I've been really enjoying the basketball playoffs because fuck the Celtics. Like, oh that's... God. I don't like... I like you posted this morning, like, correct me. <laughs> I cheer for the Celtics, but give me playoff Jimmy. Fuck it, I love that, dude. Just fucking taunting everybody. everybody. I, oh I love God, petty so basketball good. players. Like, that's that's my favorite gender. Why I love Russ so much. <laughs> Well, it's like a, I texted Nate yesterday. I'm like, I don't want to jinx it, but are you holding up okay? Because the Nuggets are just about to make the fucking NBA Finals for, I believe, oh, the, the Lakers first time. Like, yeah, the Lakers look like they didn't want to be there. They're getting, yeah. like, smacked around. Oh, yeah, it's done, though. But um, I got recommended a, a quote-unquote leftist movie podcast okay. called... Um, not ours. Called, no, <laughs> not a dirtbag leftist movie podcast. Like, a, uh, okay. This would this will become important. Uh, well, as important as anything I'd say later. Um, called uh, movies versus capitalism, but I, it's run it got, by. It got recommended to me on fucking Spotify, actually. Uh, my girlfriend's like a like a a, a dem i guess would be best like left but not like where we are on the like firebomb side sure yeah so there were two movies they reviewed and uh i so i went back and watched them one of them was idiocracy and i i've talked about this before or you and i talked about it i believe sure. the movie about eugenics yeah um, it's, it's i think it's, it's funny I mean, I still it's, think it's funny, but in like, a vacuum, I, the jokes are funny, right? Like, I still find yeah. like all vocal calls go, "I love you," like all that shit, like makes me laugh. Yeah, but the kind of like shit lib construction of it yeah. is like, it, you know, it's like, okay, yeah. well, poor people are dumb and also cruel, you know, what I mean? and it's just like when you. But at the same time, and maybe this is me again, because I just fucking, I just fucking was praising Mike Judge. I feel yeah. like even I love I mean, Mike Judge. But I think, like, I was, in, like, I don't know if, I I know how we look at it now, but I don't know if his, I don't think it's intentional. Like, I don't think he, because, like, think about, like, the rest of his career. It's all about, like. Very the, working like, class. Yeah. class people. Like, I don't, I know that that's the way it comes off, and I read it, I mean, obviously everybody reads it that way now. But I don't know if, like, he meant it that like, way. Like, do you think it's, like, a, like, galaxy brain, like, this is what liberals think? movie well, yeah. like you think well, it's that well, actually yes i do because like in the the family that they show that like well no i take that back no it is because it's not. yeah because the implication is still if those people bred more everybody wouldn't be, be stupid fine yeah if the, if yeah the, yeah it's also that guy that that's in the the husband of that family that doesn't have any kids mm-hmm. that's uh that's that dude that was in uh I don't know his name, but he pops up. He's been in so many fucking movies. He he's he has that great line in Ghost World where he's like, "Ooh, nine and a half weeks." That's in the erotic erotic section. Th- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's the guy that gets killed by the weird homeless person in fucking, in um, uh, Mulholland Drive, Mulholland right? Drive. He's in yeah. Twin Peaks: The Return. He's the guy. He's like, he looks like David Demolition, but does. it's not the same he guy. Look like that guy. And he, yeah. but oddly enough, he shows up in kind of the same kind of roles. Also. That David Demolsch guy, or however you say his name, I, yeah. I listened to him on a podcast. Like, what a sweetheart of a guy. Like, he oh, yeah? seems so cool. Yeah, well, like, you know, he got – I would say that, like, the Suicide Squad was a pretty big, big break for him. That was, like, one of his bigger roles. And he was talking about how much, like, he appreciated that. But then he was going through, like, the rest of his career, 
And it's like, Jesus, like, this guy really was in a lot of, like, big movies. Like, he was in Blade Runner 2049. He was in Prisoners. Yeah. Well, he gets he killed in... by uh, uh, Love in Blade Runner yeah. 2049, right? Is he the records yeah, guy? Yeah, he, he's the records guy. He was in Prisoners. He was in fucking Do- The Dark Knight. Remember, he's, like, the fake shooter at the ju- yeah. at the Gordon thing. I don't know, but he seems, like, really sweet. He seems, like, really, like, like humble and thankful for his opportunities. I don't know. He he came off, like, real, like, and you know us. Like, we love, like, yeah. the the character, character actor yeah. kind of guy. Like, I don't know. He seemed really cool. I was like, I already like the guy, but, like, I like him even more now. Yeah, hot take Blade Runner 2049, not bad. Yeah, pretty good. Denny Villeneuve, <laughs> pretty good director. Uh <laughs> So I watched, I did watch Idiocracy, and then I watched V for Vendetta, and this that's is a, where... That's a leftist movie? Well, really. it's a leftist book, right? Yes. Yeah, but um, we've talked about not, this. I don't know if we talked about this on the so show, like, but we've talked about this analog a lot. Like, the movie's message and the comic message, like, it, it almost, like, it's incongruent. In well, I've never ways. really liked the movie, and I didn't used to like the movie because it's a very, like like ham fisted nine eleven era paste up of a Thatcher politics book, right? Sure. Because it's like very cartoonishly fascist, but now everything in real life is also cartoonishly fascist. So like that but doesn't it, bother me as much. It's like we said like when we watched Death Race two thousand, right? In the beginning of that movie you see people waving Nazi flags and I'm sure when George when uh, Roger Corman made that, he's like, isn't this ridiculous? And nowadays yeah. like that's not that far out of the norm, which no. is fucking insane. But uh, they, uh, and I think this is the movie and the people on the show, because they're like, well, V, you know, he does all this stuff, but then, like, why doesn't he just give her, like, books on theory, and which is, like, the fucking, like, the worst God. fucking leftist take on Earth. Like, I fucking hate it. It's like, yeah. nobody's paying their electric bill with, like, Peter Kropotkin books. Like, yeah, it's just a very boring like intelligentsia kind of like oh yeah if everybody just read you know Das Kapital one of them actually says Das Kapital because it's one of like the three books I'm sure they're aware of um that they also probably like, didn't read but that's no but like Alan Moore is an anarchist like and I think he explains anarchy a lot in interviews that he doesn't the book doesn't really like get into that deeply but like in the book he's just the symbol right it's like I'm yeah. gonna do all this shit and then you guys do whatever you want Exactly. Like that's, but in the in the movie they're complaining that he's not like setting up like fucking mutual aid networks and all this other shit. And it's like that's, that's not, not that's not the, the character. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like I like the movie. I think like the movie. The, the movie is actually fine. That, right? Didn't they just they wrote it? That? Oh, because I think like I I like I don't know. I, I the movie well, is like a I, fun I, watch. I, for me like i thought like the action's good and i like how it's I, I love hugo weaving like he's yes. awesome but like it's like the movie the thing that i don't like about the movie now is that like it reads as like this weird kind of like almost quasi romance like v is in love with evie which like which is not is not in the book at, at all. all right no. Like, to a point, like, you don't even really know. I guess you do know he's a man, because they say the man from Room 5. But, like, it's implied that, like, the V person, it doesn't matter well, yeah, if they're well, a man or a woman he's, or he's whatever. He's a blank, blank slate, like, test right. subject. Like, they don't, yeah, you don't, you get, you don't get to know anything about V, really, at all in the book. Yeah. And, like, uh, Natalie Portman is not great in the movie. Um well, you, you just, just hate, you just hate Natalie Portman. She's good in Closer. <laughs> she's good in Annihilation. She's great in Annihilation. That movie rules. But, um, 
it's just like I I don't know, man. Like I and I guess that's probably why we're more into like some of the shit we watch on YouTube. Some of these creators, because like this like yeah. very boring academic. Well, it's not really good if you don't set up you know cooperative shit. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, come on, dude. Like I mean, it's not like it's a you're like deliberately misreading what's yeah. going on well, to kind of fit it, this like goofy ass college narrative that you have. I mean, to me, if you want to talk about like a leftist film and it's only it's funny just because I'm sorry I to bother a, you. Yeah, that was the one. I mean, that to me okay. is like the ultimate like leftist film. Like and I think yeah. it's it's also good and it's yeah. also not like super preachy. Like, no. I I think that movie is incredible. It, and it, it's, I was talking to somebody. I did a, I did like a, a market thing on Saturday and somebody saw my, I have a Tessa Thompson from that movie, a drawing of her and somebody brought it like, Oh, I love that movie. But they're like, I don't understand the horses. And I was like, well, like, think about it. Like it's, it's a, it's a great metaphor, right? Because like capitalism has to fool you into thinking the next thing that they're trying to dupe you into is great. And that's what they keep saying. Like they're like, Oh, we well, turn to horses, but we got these huge dicks. And it's yeah. like, that's like such a stupid metaphor, but yeah. it works so well. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. I Boots Riley, please, dear God, make another movie. Please. Well, he's got an Amazon show coming out, which is hysterical. Oh, like, even better. The... like, is it like a, is it a fictional show or is it like, a... yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Sign me up. I'm, I'm there. Um, I'm there, there, there. I can't wait. I, I, I think Sorry to Bother You is like criminally underrated. Like I, yeah, I it's, love that. It's movie. one of my all-time favorite movies. Like, and it's you know when we both saw it, it was just so out of left field. Alex, did you ever get, did you ever see it? No, I never got around to watching it. I think you would it. really like it. I think it. you would like it. Yeah, it's weird, but it's not like it's not like unapproachable weird. But it's, it's also it's, really it's, funny too. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And, um, and the Keith Stanfield's great. Tessa Thompson's great. You know, two actors that we, we've crowed about on the show a million times. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Steve, not, it's not Steven Chet. What the fuck is that guy's name? Uh, the cannibal uh, who's in it? No, Glenn uh, from The Walking Dead. Oh, Steven yeah. Young. Uh, Steven Young. Steven Young, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Uh, John uh, Hamm's great, especially Ar- like Army no, Hammer is or Army, Army Hammer. Hammer. Yeah, I got yeah, Army up. Hammer's really good. It sucks because yeah. he's like really good, and then you find out he's like a just a monster in real life. It's like that's yeah. Insane. Yeah, yeah my dad said people. there's. Mm-hmm. What you said, Alec? He yeah, wants he, to eat he, people. Yeah, he literally wanted to eat people. Well, my he, dad said like he saw a documentary or something like a true crime thing oh, about that whole family, and there's oh, just yeah. like a fucking nightmare. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I think I, I don't know if I said this in the show or not, but. So like I, you, you hear his name and you always make the joke like, oh, like Armin Arm and Hammer. Hammer. Yeah, he's literally part of that family. Oh no like, shit. That, yeah, that's like, you know how like America has these dynasties of like companies yeah, that have DuPont, been around. For, yeah. yeah, he's part of the Armin Hammer family. That's where his oh, fucking name. But like, Jesus Christ. His, I think his. I, I don't need to get into it now, but like. Look it up. His like everybody in his family is like a fucking murderer. They got away <laughs> with it. Like I think his grandfather killed like seven people. Like it's insane. Jesus. It's fucking John insane. John Dupont was killing and raping wrestlers. Oh, oh, oh yeah. What was that movie with Steve Carell? Foxcatcher. It's, it's really bad. I I, I, didn't, I didn't. I thought <laughs> like I was. I found it like very distracting. <laughs> but uh, that, well the the real life story. There's a documentary. Well, Kurt Angle it. was there too, apparently. Yeah. At some point. Like, yeah. Uh, anything uh, but, else, that, No, that's all I watched. Uh, TJ. Gogs. Uh, oh, he's not here. I watched two things. 
and I promoted us on 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 the other show, so I'll promote the other show on this show. So for uh, me and Chris Parks do a little tiny bite-sized podcast called the Dead Air Horror Review Show. Uh, you can find it on Spotify. Uh, we watch. Sure, got a non-compete. <laughs> we um, we watched Scream Six, and it was fucking horrendous. I thought. Scream oh, I saw. I saw you posted something where they had a murder party reference. I was like, that's weird. Oh, yeah. I was like, you know, it's funny. You know, I'm very precious about, you know, um, well, most of Jeremy Saulnier's movies. And, like, when that guy showed up and he was in the fucking cardboard night outfit, I was like, you, how dare you, sir? (laughs) Like, I was, but, like, man, I hated Scream 5. I know I talked about it on the show a million years ago. Uh, I think uh, Scream 6 is so fucking bad. It's like it's the same shit. Like all the characters are like interchangeable and they they constantly talk about the same shit that they've talked about for, you know, six movies now. It's like these are the rules and this is a franchise now. And the, the main character has to change or the franchise gets, gets stale. And I just want to fucking pull my eyes out. It's just like and then the movie like uh has like this George Lucas thing where literally every character has to be related to another character. And like, oh, I thought you I, meant there was I, a black guy in it. Uh, they don't make, they don't watch movies. No. <laughs> George Lucas. But, what are you talking about? An all black film? No, that's, this not is ridiculous. that's not my stance. That's George Lucas' stance. Yeah, George Lucas. I love all black films. George Lucas fucking that that George it, Lucas. It, it like, also it, it also implies that he was unfamiliar with Billy D. Williams' career prior to or literally any black made <laughs> film. Like the the man has lit, like he's older than us. Like uh, yeah. arguably like he should have known the existence that like there are black filmmakers out there. But also, I I mean I love it. I I I could just have this. It, it's one of those things that lives rent free in my head. He I sold Star Wars the White Slave. No, <laughs> I mean he, he wasn't like, wrong. <laughs> he was on fucking sixty minutes, <laughs> and he and he was like trying to like he was talking about selling Star Wars, but he was also talking about Red Tails, and he's like. He's like an all-black film, and he's looking at him like, have you ever heard of this fucking shit? Like, this is crazy. Oh, my God. That is one of the greatest fucking, the most, like, clueless, like, billionaire white person moments I've ever seen in my life. I wonder oh, how that went over with his black wife. I, I don't know. She's probably living very comfortable. She's probably like, okay, George. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, honey, you did it. So, anyway, Scream 6, uh, just, it's fucking terrible. I mean, it's you know, really, really bad. I've managed to live my whole life and never see a Scream movie. Like, the only thing I know about Scream comes from fucking not another scary movie. I mean, watch the the first one's good. The first one's legitimately good. I mean, the the problem is, is that, you know, um, much like Lord of War, to me, like, Scream never facilitated a sequel. Like, the first one's good, and it was clever, and it was different for the time. And, like, you know, we watched New Nightmare, right? Like, I feel like Scream was more... It was like a better version of what he was trying to do in New Nightmare with making it like the meta context kind of thing. Like, yeah. I think Scream works and Scream also has like, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I, I really like the original Scream like a lot. How are like, you guys I, on Matthew Lillard in general? Cause I really like him and I wish he was in more stuff, but I, I like him. He was good in SLC punk and uh, yeah. he's, he's and, good in, he's good in Scream. He's good in and Twin Peaks. Peaks. The Return <laughs> where his head spontaneously <laughs> explodes. Um, but no, I mean, fine. I, uh, I, I, I like Scream a lot, but I, I don't have a fondness for the sequels and like these later sequels, like five and six, like 
I I think what they're trying to do is establish like a new cast and like these the cast is like in this like I I couldn't name any of the characters in this movie and apparently some of them were in the the previous movie that I totally forgot about uh and it's really bad because that movie Scream 5 came out last year so it's like it, they fast tracked this one to come who, out who and, who owns that cuz wasn't that a Miramax property or it was a, a new line dimension. it was a new, oh, okay. it was a new line property a new line is back somehow but anyway. are you sure it wasn't Miramax I distinctly remember I could be wrong one of the you uh, might be right in one of the Jay and Silent Bob movies, they cut to, like, Scream... They, they, they cut to West, like West Craven, right, I think? Well, yeah, it's Shannon yeah. Doherty, and yeah. she's, like, being chased. And something cheap happens, like the phone breaks or something. She's like, fucking Miramax. I mean, you're West, probably what's right. what's going on? He's just sitting in a chair counting his money. He's like, yeah, yeah I'll be right there. You're probably right. I, I could be wrong. It, it's one of the other. Bob Strike Back. It's probably that. Well, well, because, like, Wes, he worked, like, it all the It was Miramax in Dimension. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Um, but anyway, Miramax. Shit's <laughs> they, they just don't watch Scream Five or Six. They're really bad. Uh, the other thing I watched, uh, I watched uh, just before the show show started. I watched the movie that's been getting a lot of hype called Sisu. S I S U. Is that really short? It's an hour and a half, like right on the dot. So it's like perfect. Honestly, though, it could have been shorter. Um, the movie is incredibly simple and easy. It's literally just this guy who is, so this, this takes place in, uh, towards the end of World War II, where, um, basically Russia just made a pact with Finland. So there, Finland is, is, is like basically purging the Nazis out of Finland. And so the, it's in the waning days. And they're all moving to the Ukraine. Well, pretty much. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, but no, they all went to Brazil. Um, but, um, anyway. But the boys from Brazil are little Hitlers, just like in that movie I saw. And I can't remember the name of. <laughs> I don't know what you and the, the, what kind of boys in Brazil thing you got going on in there, but. But I'm, I'm still the boss, the boss in here. here. If you don't um, like it, there's the big ass door. Big ass. <laughs> um, anyway, Sisu is like incredibly simple, right? Like this yeah. old man, he's in like war torn Finland. He is literally just like mining for gold and he finds it. And in the process of him finding this gold, he is come across by a bunch of Nazis who are on their way to, uh, I forget what country they're on their way to. Uh, I don't, it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, and basically, they they try to kill him, and then the whole movie is just the Nazis trying to kill this guy, and this guy's systematically killing all the Nazis in like the most badass way possible. Um, there's like almost no dialogue. Um, and I will say, and I, I know I made the same complaint about Prey. Um, they speak in English, and it bothers me because it's like, first of all, there's like ten lines of dialogue in this movie like would it have killed you just to have like you don't even have to subtitle it just have them speak and finish in German like you know from context what's happening they're literally just like how is this guy not dying and him killing people like anyway um I really enjoyed it is, it's he, a like, little... is he is he end up being an ubermensch no so what, what the the backstory is that this guy the, the guy that, that the Finnish guy he is was Stephen Lang <laughs> he, it could have been he kind of looked like Stephen Lang um, basically he was like a, a, a Finnish commando that like slaughtered like scores of Russians. Cause you remember like 
Finland and Russia during World War II had like a, I don't, like a huge, like, you know. Good old dust up. The, the, yeah, good one. <laughs> and, uh, so they, they say basically he just was like, he was like a, a wrecking crew, like just killing like Russians left and right. And like at one point, like I guess the Russians killed his family. So he just went like berserker mode. And so, so now he's in that kind of the state that we like in movies where he's, he's kind of like, this movie is very similar to John Wick, right? Because he's in his, like, when he's he's mining for this gold, like, he's in his, like, I'm, you know, done being a killer mode. Like, again, this is all illustrated he, through is, the is movie. Is the new they meta no longer Die Hard in, but John Wick in? Do you think that's, yes. like, ch- yes. yes. A thousand percent, because you had this, you had the Nobody, or whatever. I don't think it was called The Nobody, but Nobody. Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. Um, yeah, it's John Wick. Um, but the thing, and the other thing that's very John Wick similar to this is, like, when he starts killing the Nazis. The Nazis are like, who the hell is that guy? And they call command and they're like, go like turn away. Like just leave yeah. the guy the fuck alone. So it's very John wick, but uh, the movie's clever, right? Like there's like, there's some really clever like kills and is over the top as it gets at times. It's fun to see how the Finnish guy survives. Like, it's just like, it's at one point they hang him. And he, like, is literally there hanging dead from his neck, but he's, like, swinging, and he finds this piece of, like, broken, like, rebar out sticking out of the post that that they stuck him into. So he swings into it hard enough to stab himself, to give himself leverage to, like, not <laughs> hang himself. It's awesome. Like, it was just, it was a lot of fun. My only problem is it's a little long. And it had, even though it's only an hour and a half, because it's, it's one note. It really is just yeah. one note the whole way. And the, it has a, a fucking Return of the King ending that I hate. Cause like there's a point in the movie where the movie should just end. I don't want to give everything away, but there's, there is a crazy ass thing he survives and the movie should just end with him crawling out of the mud, still being alive. But like he ends up returning the gold to his hometown and it's like he's doing this to redeem himself. And it's like, I didn't, I didn't need that. Like I didn't need that at all, but overall. Yeah. Really fun movie, and like a movie that I wish Gogs is here. Like a movie like this is like uh I, I always go back to this, but this movie is the kind of movie there Gogs would be vibrating in his seat over the ridiculous kills that. Which also in this loves movie. revenge. I mean, there's a point in this movie where he's that he jumps, so he literally to get away from the Nazis' dogs, he sets himself on fire, and then jumps into a lake. And then he holds his breath long enough so the Nazis have to go down underneath the lake and he kills the Nazis and then sucks the Nazis like dying breath out of his mouth so he could survive. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, it's like, who came up with it? It's so fun. Like, I don't know. And also just, just the violence is so out of control and it's great because it's Nazis. So you don't feel bad. And yeah. I, I scoured Letterbox and I was really hoping to find one, but I didn't. But I was waiting for the, oh, of course this comes out nowadays. You gotta make this yeah. political. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't find one, thankfully. I mean, I was kind of disappointed, but I was also a little, little hopeful that I didn't see that. But, well, uh, it's because they suspended Uva Bowl's account. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was a lot of fun though. I highly recommend it. It's, it's, it, you know, I don't know if I would have liked it as much if I saw in the theater. Cause again, it's, it's very one note, but like, this is a perfect movie to sit back and watch at home, have a couple beers. Like this would be a fun movie to watch with you guys. Like we would have all been laughing. Everybody like, going, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, <laughs> that kind of movie. It, I enjoyed it. That was a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, that's all I watched. Um, 
So, working men, I'm going to turn it over to Alec. What happened oh, in this movie? My God. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. Writer, before, before you start. Producer, actor, director, Emilio Estevez's Men at Work. Yeah, this is a this is a all tour piece. Uh, what are we gonna say, two, Sean? Two things, real quick. Uh, Emilio Estevez wrote fifteen drafts of this movie. I read. Are you fifteen? No, not kidding. Fifteen. Also, um, his character's name is James Saint James, which is like <laughs> one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Isn't that the name of? Uh... No, it's Brandon St. Randy. Brandon St. Randy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, James St. James. Yes. Um, also, like, I'm going to get this right out on Front Street because it was, it like, I, I know we watch, we watch these, like, older movies with, with modern sensibilities, but, like, <laughs> opening the movie with Charlie Sheen just fucking staring at people in their apartments with his binoculars, like, uh, <laughs> this is, Actually, that's not how the movie opens, but yeah, he's like an alpha pervert. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a little rough. It's like, um, alright, like, okay, guys. But, but guys gotta be guys, right? Like, I don't know. The movie opens. Doesn't it open on the senator and the scumbag? Yes, yeah, you're right. They're, dump, yeah, they're, they're dumping they're, a bunch of barrels into the, the ocean. The, top, the toxic waste. Yeah, it's the Captain Planet arc. They're, they're dumping, yeah, they're dumping the same point. barrels that, that made the Ninja Turtles and Daredevil. <laughs> Ooh, it rolls off the tongue. Ooh. And, and Daredevil. Oh shit, Daredevil rules. The Daredevil. <laughs> Sean posted to pick a Daredevil the other day. Yeah. I fuck every time, always posted. Just the, just the vigilante that just like, what is he looking at? <laughs> what, what was, what was better? Daredevil or Crobocop? I think I Daredevil. Got, I, I think got... the illustration for Daredevil, just because it's so stupid, <laughs> makes me laugh. It's so bad. <laughs> um, so we see a bunch of toxic waste being dumped. The senator says, you told me it would be, it would leak for a hundred years or blah, blah, blah. The businessman says, yeah, well, I lied. <laughs> yeah. you know, he's, he's very you know, arch. Yeah. Because his hair is slicked straight back. Yeah. Um, which is a look I tried to copy all through the 80s and 90s. Not from this movie, but because <laughs> I wanted to look like Data from Star Trek. Hell I, yeah. I, I wanted to I did it straight backwards. I, I did it a couple times when I was younger because I was doing Mike Ness cosplay trying to get laid at all these fucking punk shows. <laughs> Did you have the suspenders too? No, I I rocked the um the mechanic shirt with somebody else's ah, name fit. Ah, very yeah, nice, very nice. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> then we 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 wake up uh, Emilio Estevez on a beach with his apparently they sleep on a beach. He's yeah, almost point break. <laughs> they they wake up on you... a beach with uh, him like I gotta go to work, babe, and she's yeah. like she's like leave me your board. I want to surf. He's like my surfboard. He's like my surfboard. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen literally surf in real life, but they don't strike me as surfers. Like I don't know. It, it, I know surfing was very popular in the eighties and nineties, but like that, that it was kind of jarring to me. They have the most like feathered 
big style haircuts in this movie that are like I, I just I can't deal with it. I can't deal I mean, with it, the quaffs. It's, it's been a theme the whole month, but Emilio Estevez has beautiful hair. Like a yeah. beautiful quaffed of hair. Yeah, absolutely. Well it opens like that uh with the fucking young blood with chapel, like another day, another dollar, little promises, babe, leave your board on <laughs> I know that's a very limited reference, but... <laughs> the clock, the clock says, like, 2.30 p.m. It's 2.30, because he's sleeping underground somewhere. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, anyway, sorry. So, we wait, we see that, and then Charlie Sheen wakes up by staring across the street at his neighbors across the street's yeah. houses. Watching yeah, some, some getting ready for work. Some just coming home from a wild night out. Um, it kind of runs the gamut, and he has commentary going the whole time. Doesn't he start by looking through the scope of his BB gun before he switches his binoculars? And also, like, if that's the case, does nobody notice this guy constantly just like waving a rifle out the window? <laughs> yeah. Also, I've never lived in an apartment like this. That like that it is like uh, there was a building where you could see, but like. People have curtains, right? Like, why would you just leave all that shit like wide open? I don't know. Is that is this something that happens? Uh, listeners, let me know. I, I I I've never experienced this in real life. <laughs> um. Then we get to see a day in the life of the uh, the Estevez brothers as trash men. So they go around picking up trash, bowling with trash. Hitting their trash cans together as symbols. Um, I love they go this into movie. the trash. They're finding porn in the trash. They go through purposes in the trash. These guys just really love trash, man. And you know, <laughs> they both say they like want to get out of it the whole time. And how much it sucks. I mean, but they, they, they really seem to enjoy it. Dude, that, their lives are so awesome. They like they're terrible at their jobs. Like they they just go through everybody's personal effects. They stop. They have enough money to stop at like a fucking beachside bar to eat lunch. They're surfing all the time. Like bro, they're getting pussy. They, like they fucking. They're, they're first of all, they're like partying almost. Like they're 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 throwing trash cans around. They're just doing whatever the fuck they want. It looks like a blast. Then the the movie cuts to them at lunch, and I thought their shift was over because you know presumably like garbage men start super early, so they're done early. And they're just in the middle of the day, like they're drinking beers and like, like, sir, you drive a truck at work, like you probably shouldn't be drinking beers at lunch. Conservatively, like, this this fucking lunch probably costs like thirteen bucks a piece in nineteen eighty nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, where right. are they? How much money do they make? Yeah, and uh, they 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 have their their fucking they have the, the their grease monkey suits or whatever, but underneath they have their whole body gloves surfer thing. Like they're they're catching some. They waves. must be dying. Like, do you know how hot that must fucking be? Like this <laughs> yeah. sealed suit underneath your trash coveralls. Yeah, and it's California. It's hot as hell. And they're you know I'm I'm sure I've never been a trash man, but I'm sure like lugging around and throwing away like heavy ass trash is not like easy work. You know what I mean? Like I, I can only imagine. And then you have um, the two the two gay cops that show up. <laughs> oh, there's the two there's the two gay cops. There's the other competing trash men that they have like a prank war going on with. Yeah, one of them's a white Rasta question mark. Yeah, yeah. This movie no has question, an unusual no amount of reggae. Okay, no question mark. He was just a white Rasta. Um, you got yeah the gay cops. You got the senator. His aide 
who is who lives across the street from Charlie Sheen that he uh, studies apparently, because um, he knows a lot about her. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie Sheen and Amelia Estes' has a dream is to open a surf shop with all of their trash man money. Um, but they have no lines of making more money. They just that's just their dream. It'll happen someday, bro. Yeah. I, I mean, they seem to be having the fucking life. I mean, aside from having to get up like crazy early, like, it seems great. You get to hang out with your buddy all day. You're I, I do love that it's it's still just made like, even though they're trash men, it's still just a buddy cop movie because they still have the angry black chief. But they get two of them. Yeah. yeah. I also <laughs> love the fact that oh, like, yeah. like, they're yo, like yo, uh, Keith David. Oh, he's yeah, so good. He's great in this movie. Um, <laughs> man, and I, you know, I, I've seen this before, but I forgot yeah. that line. Waste of a perfectly good white boy. I, I would have, that came from this. That was a good line. I swore it was from, uh, Better Off Dead when, uh, John Cusack's in the dumpster. Like, oh, I could have yeah. sworn it was from that, but I've seen both of those movies a million times. Uh, the garbage men, then they, I kind of lost, I, the beginning kind of lost me, and then I think I got a pretty good handle on the end. They just go get, like, shit-faced for some reason. I forget what the catalyst was for. Is it because they knew they had the uh, the evaluator was going to be with them the next day, so they went and got shit-faced the night before? Because that's so, where we yeah. are introduced to uh, Charlie Sheen's drink of choice. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was it? It, uh, no, it was it – was, it was, first of all, it was coffee that was just sitting out on his countertop. So like in a coffee cup, just God knows how long it was there. He dumps that into the into the the uh, blender. Then it's it's ice cream, like two scoops of ice cream, Jägermeister, and presumably Tylenol. It, oh gosh! I don't know. Until you got to the Jägermeister, like that might not have been bad. Bro, Jägermeister. Ice cream and coffee blended up. And then it's still better than the last uh, Emilio Estevez cocktail. Yeah, well, it had to be, right? Maybe that's a thing of his, is making up weird cocktails. (laughs) It seems like it must be, right? It's weird that it happened twice in two consecutive movies. Yeah, Um, I I noticed this. Like, my my radar went off when that happened. I was like, that's so fucking weird. We just made fun of him (laughs) for making it. And and Sean said it in the text uh, for y'all at home. But like Sean's like or, or, to Gogs, he's like you scared you're gonna have to drink that on the air too. <laughs> <laughs> like Gog said, he was scared. He he set a dangerous precedent. It's just pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, Is this? Are we up at about the part where the two hitmen come and strangle the senator? We're getting close. Okay. I forget exactly the order of everything. I think they they yeah they they strangled the senator after they after Charlie Sheen and uh, Emilio pass out. Yeah, after Charlie Sheen has shot him in the ass with a pellet gun. Yeah, Charlie Sheen shot him with a butt with a pellet gun for reasons. Just because he also could. like was was everybody's like door wide open too. Like that's weird. Yeah, yeah so it, Charlie it Sheen weird. shoots him with a pellet gun. It really is an annoyance. I think because he was being rude to the lady that they were yeah. watching. Um, so Charlie Sheen shoot him with a butt with a pellet gun. Just like Charlie uh, Sheen in real life, who's never treated a woman badly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, they cut to the next day. They start their trash run with their inspector, who is Keith David, who is fucking tremendous in this movie. Yeah, he's a lot of fun in this movie. Um, and one of the first stops they get to, the 
oil drum that was containing the body of the senator who got strangled by two heavies after Emilio and Charlie went to bed is they pick it up. They pick up the trash can with his body in it or the toxic waste can. Yeah. With his body in it. Uh, They say he's dead and they freak out. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I probably skipped a lot. No, I was just saying that the hitmen are so fucking stupid. Like they're like Keystone cop hitmen. They, they, they have just like a fucking Cadillac and they're like, that to, to their their thing to like haul this body away is like let's let's like bungee cord the fucking uh trunk down over the the barrel and then they go too fast and then the the barrel flies off like also how would they not feel that that thing you know there, there's also a MacGuffin of a recording uh, of oh, the yeah. senator telling somebody about the the fucking toxic waste plot that the tape keeps getting switched around to some weird fucking club song i can't remember it's, it's yeah like, and, uh, and really that stuff well they make it seem important but really none of it matters not important no. at all. Yeah, like no. it's the movie an excuse for charlie sheen and emilio estes to hang out making a movie together yeah yeah well, apparently it really felt like yet. that way. it was somebody oh. else was supposed to be the charlie sheen part i don't remember if it was nicholas cage it was somebody like that but then they couldn't do it and charlie sheen like read the script he's like i want to do it and that's how he ended up in it. I don't when the, the first like twenty minutes of this movie, did it feel like almost like a Kevin Smith movie, weirdly? A yeah, kinda yeah, I can I see, that, yeah. see that. Yeah. Well like, it's very disjointed. Weird, yeah, and like lots of like inside jokes and jargon that yeah. you have no like it's like what basis would the audience have for knowing those except for understanding it's an inside joke between the two. Like, like the trivial pursuit like, scene, like Am I supposed to understand that they know all this shit or they've just played this so many times they've memorized the answers? Yeah, and then they keep bringing up phrenology. That's like a running joke in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like obsessed with phrenology. Yeah, it feels interpret the size of Walter Hessel. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have the I do body. love that Keith David's like a fucking nom burnout and he keeps drawing yeah. fucking pictures. Like he draws like this boardwalk scene with a chopper blowing it up and he's making the gun noises while he's drawing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Keith think Keith David, David is, is the best part of the this. movie. Yeah, I really yeah. like him in this movie. Uh, so the body, they got the body and then instead of doing what anybody would do and calling the cops, right? the three of them like a uh, weekend at Bernie's it, even though it can't move. <laughs> And they just like carry it around town in their car, out of their car. They dress it up for like lunch and dinner and shit. And Finally, they get I, back. They come up with like half a plan, and they're like, "Let's tie it to a chair and put a was it a Nixon mask? Yeah, it was yeah. a Nixon mask. Yeah, put a Nixon I mask will on it. Open communist China to the West. Put that uh, back. <laughs> It's also, I guess, because Keith David is, like, hates cops, which based, but, like, yeah, babe, that's yeah. why they don't interact with them. Also, like, I guess, because like, they don't like, the, they're afraid of the gay cops. Yeah. Because they said well, they were going to have it out for them. Well, no, the thing which, in the beginning, the reason they don't call these, the cops is cops, because... The gay well, cops are not actually gay. They're not actually gay. No. <laughs> they, the, 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 they get the positioned like they are, but they're not. The thing in the beginning is they don't call the cops is because they think that the cops are going to think that they're responsible for killing him because they shot him with the BB gun, which makes no sense. Right. Like, Especially after Keith David, like, immediately does the autopsy and is like, no, you see the marks here? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's very odd. Like, but also, anyway. they, they I don't think they can do ballistics on a fucking pellet gun. Yeah, so I like they're probably fine. Yeah, I yeah, I like I, that pellet went straight up his asshole and all the way. They into, like, like they really in, in one of those 150 drafts that Emilio made, he should have came up with a better reason for them to hold on to the body because it's a little flimsy to be but, honest. Before we uh, uh get off of this, and I before I forget, there's something that like is stuck with me forever. There's a there's a scene where in one of their prank wars, the opposing garbage men uh send an airbag like an airbag in their car or in yeah. their garbage truck. That's so shit. No, 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 that one's not, right? Oh, right, right. Not the, one, the one in the locker, which is, like, roughly six feet tall, and I don't know how big, is full to the brim with shit. Like, where did they get the shit? Yeah, did I was they, thinking like, the same thing. Did they shit that much themselves, or did they, like, collect it from somewhere? Like, I need to know the mechanics of this shit airbag. I, 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 I assume them and the sewage department are both in a... Waste management, so they just oh okay ah yeah gotcha like adjacent kind of (laughs) adjacent (laughs) departments. So they have the body now. There's Keith David, Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez. They have the body, and they're assuming that the woman across the hall, the campaign advisor, killed him now. So Charlie Sheen decides to go undercover and go try to seduce her to get information um which goes poorly but he has information about her because he's been stalking her with his binoculars for years he like knows what kind of champagne she has and it's like come on yeah she's like would you like some champagne he's like i'd love some dom like how do you know i have dom Oh, doesn't everybody? Oh, doesn't everybody? This, yeah. this is another one of those 80s, 90s women that is either like, like so horny she's brain dead or she's just somehow incredibly selectively stupid. Yeah. Because she just said, goes along with yeah. everything. She said, he, he says that he's a doctor of phrenology, like, which, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it gets to the point, like, it's not until the beach scene that she realizes he's not. Well, yeah, because he tells her. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, pretty if, cool. if she was the the uh the what crystal from Eastbound and Down or whatever, like it would make more sense that she's right, that right. dumb. But she's like campaign advisor, like she's meant to be like someone at least mildly intelligent. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. Um so they're kinda going along kind of on a date. Charlie Sheen and her end up leaving Kind of to go on a date. Um, Emilio and his crew follow after they abduct a pizza man. Yeah. Because they order pizza, and then Keith David has a flashback and thinks the pizza man is going to turn them in. Or no, he saw the chair or he's something. Th- yeah, he thinks he's going to be a call. Emilio Estevez couldn't smashed. pee while the dead guy was looking at him, so he wheeled him across the apartment uh, where the pizza guy saw him. And Even that guy though- was getting- one pepperoni pizza for three grown adults. Uh, also, Leah, real pizza, quick, the pizza, pizza guy. $8, by the way. Yeah, that pizza guy, uh, we may remember people of our age as, and I didn't even have to look this up, I know it just off face, as uh, Chainsaw, for, or Dave, I can't remember which one, from Summer School? Fuck no yeah. way, really? Yeah, do you remember that movie with Mark Harmon? Yeah, yeah. And the two burnouts? That, yeah, he's one of them. Huh. Yep. I'll try to place him. Um, I know I'd seen him before. 
But he gets, uh, he gets tied up with their misadventures now because Keith David won't let him go because he's seen the body and he hates pizza delivery men, maybe. Um, there's a nice little button on the opening credits for that where the pizza guy's girlfriend calls into a radio station and says, my boyfriend never came home last night. I just know he's out cheating on me with another woman. But no, he Can we talk about his insane pizza mystery. uniform that has pizza slice epaulets on the shoulder? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I'm going to wear shoulder pads in my outfit, it may as well be pizza slices. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be appropriate for us. Um, so he gets tied up and involved in their, uh, in their, their little gang. So right now we got Charlie Sheen and I think her name is Susan. Um, yeah, sure. Charlie Sheen and Susan, who she thinks are on a date. He's really trying to get information from her. Emilio and his crew following them. And then the hitmen don't know who to follow because <laughs> the, the guys have the body and the date has the girl they're after. So they don't and know Charlie who to Sheen's his fit is insane. This it like really fucking is. sweater and like it weird. Like, uh, it looks like Chris Evans' outfit from uh, *Knives Out*. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really <laughs> like, thick threaded sweater or yeah. like a thick pattern. Um, <laughs> so I think the date they go to a couple of places and then they they get Emilio and them get lost or separated. Um. The date gets separated also, but the gangsters catch up to him again after there's an accident with the cops where they tie him up and make it look like they're having sex oh, on a piece on. of children's equipment. Real quick, don't don't blow past this scene because um, this is where you realize that the movie does not take place on any earth that we're aware of. Keith David has a pellet gun that nobody realizes is a pellet gun in the car holding it to some white dude's head and the cops do not shoot him 10,000 times. Yeah. He's able to like negotiate his way out of this. Like the cop is behind him. Like they would have been super dead. Like oh, it's like, like it's just like, I can suspend my disbelief in this like goofy trash man movie, but this is where it goes like full on cuckoo bananas. Like exactly. that. It's just like, okay. And then we'll handcuff. So it looks like you guys are butt fucking on the merry go round. <laughs> Especially on, when the uh, cops already uh, know who Emilio Estevez is. Right, yeah, right, right. like all this other stuff they've been framed for and like can get out of, but yeah, they assaulted two officers and stripped them down and tied them to a a merry-go-round. They're still going to get arrested for that. Yeah, um, but not in this movie. Um, the, the the gangsters corner Charlie Sheen and Susan on the beach. They catch up to him somehow. I don't remember quite how they found him. It was just luck. They catch up to him on the beach, but one guy decides he's not going to use a gun. He's going to use a taser. And the other gangster goes, well, what's a taser? Just use a gun. Right. No, it sends, it sends 10,000 volts of electricity through your body. And like, I haven't seen this movie probably <laughs> since I was like nine or ten ish maybe but i remember this scene like line for line word for word with the taser and everything and then he shoots him with the taser to prove that it would work thus knocking him out and get it and letting the heroes get away well he gets the emperor then, palpatine lightning in his uh, mouth too yeah, and, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> and on his gun for some reason <laughs> um 
And then it cuts to a scene of them driving the car, and the guy who got teased like, "What happened?" It's like a lightning yeah. bolt. Yeah, that's yeah. That, <laughs> freak, that's how it works. Freak lightning Ooh. storm came out of nowhere. <laughs> um, I gotta be honest with you, Alec. This is where I just stopped watching the movie basically because it kind of turned into like an action movie, and like I'm just I can't do it at this point. Yeah, it really did. It really did. It, it just kind of devolved into actually all the all the parties kind of meet up again. Well, Charlie and uh, Charlie and Susan actually get caught by the gangsters and then taken to the toxic waste emporium, where they <laughs> are sentenced to death by being put in containers. And there's no time to take them to the ocean, so they're just dumping them in the old landfill. So they hammer them up throw him on a truck, and then Emilio Estevez and his crew show up in a garbage truck with no brakes, because that was the prank that the other guys played yeah, on them. That we is some, your brake line. That's some <laughs> kind of prank. Like, when you <laughs> die, it's, I got you. Um, so they crash through the whole warehouse. There's, like, a shootout and all kinds of shenanigans. Then there's a car chase to the landfill. Um... The main evil bad guy, like, has to watch them get landfilled just to, I guess, I don't know, maintain an erection. Right. Um, as they're dumping these containers of toxic waste into the landfill, then Emilio and his crew show up in a cop car? Or no, it's a rent-a-cop car. It's a fake cop car, but it has the yeah. lights and everything. It has the lights, yeah. Um. So they show up trying to show that they're the cops and get it, get the bad guys to to surrender, which uh, something happened. They found out the guns are fake somehow or something. I can't remember. Who can possibly? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, the end result is a kind of a shootout, kind of a fist fight with everybody. And also there's like, trucks and excavators and bulldozer fights which sounds yeah, awesome it sounds cool it's really slow and boring and then the final resolution like all the bad guys have been knocked into the toxic waste presumably to die awful, awful yeah deaths. horrendous deaths like, yeah, they're yeah. Be melting or they're gonna be riddled with cancer um the main bad guy that in the five seconds between him crushing their limo that they were in or crushing the car they were in and getting out to find them to beat them up, they set up an elaborate like clown-based punishment <laughs> system <laughs> where one of them hits him in the face with like a I don't know, with some kind of white powder, not cocaine, probably concrete. And then Charlie and uh, Emilio do their uh, symbol clash on his head and they put him in the limo with the dead body, who they've had time to set up with a drink and a cigar and sunglasses. And then they run the limo into the toxic waste. <laughs> Maybe. Or no, he gets out and runs into like a chute. And, and then they turn down. into Super Shredder. And then he slides <laughs> out the toxic waste. He like rides a slide into the toxic waste through like a water main chute or something. And that's about it. Then yeah. they show you that the cops who are stuck on the merry-go-round, who are handcuffed to the merry-go-round, 
um, a dog they think might come rescue them, but turns out to just pee on them. Yeah. That's all that dog showed up for. And that that's the movie. That's uh, Men at Work. Uh, and no uh, Land Down Under in the uh, ending credits. They really dropped the ball on that one. Um, also by a band called Men at Work. Um, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Did you get it? <laughs> Thank you. Did you get it, Vegemite Sandwich? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, this movie, like, it's, like, it's kind of funny. Like, it's, like, kind of funny. But, like, yeah. it also is, like, it, it's, like, at times I feel like, like, why is this a movie? Like, I don't know. It's, like, it's well, got it, all the it, parts of a movie. But, like, it, it's it, funny because they, I guess Emilio Estes was talking about the movie and they're, like, um, so why'd you do it? He's, like, well, I was sitting outside or I was sitting in my apartment. I saw Trash Men go by. I was, like, hey, nobody's ever made a movie about Trash Men before. And yeah. it's, like, okay. Then yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, he didn't do that, like, and then kind of thought yeah. exercise. Yeah. It's, well, uh, it's, like, I, I forget Gog's text, I guess, and it was, like, um... Oh yeah, this movie's boring as piss. I'm sorry, and I'm like, I'm watching. I'm probably like 20 minutes, half an hour into it. I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad. Like, not that bad, yeah. Where it's like, you know, where he's like, uh, she had a hair lip, and it's like, oh, you didn't even know anything about her. It's like, no, she had a hair lip. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, the banter's yeah. fun. Like, you can tell they're having a good time. Yeah, the part like we talked about in the beginning where they're like at work, and then they go, they go have like five beers at lunch, and then go surfing, and then their boss like, is like, what? "We got all these complaints on you where you're throwing people's trash cans." They're like, yeah, what can you do, dickhead? Like that just like, it's kind <laughs> like of wouldn't funny. the movie be better if it was just I'm trying to open the surf shop? Did I need all this like identical twin bullshit? Like, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Why does it need to be like a like a Although, like, the weird political intrigue that this movie has, like, is very oddly placed. Like, it, it, it like, like, I didn't need the Chinatown plot in here. <laughs> yeah, because, like, they're garbage men. They could have just seen this happening already, and that gets them where they need to be. Right. Without having the senator and the tapes and the... Yeah, it's weird. And all that stuff. Like, well, they're, already like in the, they're already in the biz. <laughs> I think, Alec, I think you said it, but, like, they make a big deal out of this fucking tape, but ultimately it does nothing. Like, it doesn't mean anything. No, I think he even destroys it, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> well, like, it's also, like, it starts out, you know, it's a garbage movie, so, like, yeah, the surf shop, uh, all the trials and tribulations over the surf shop would be a, a perfectly reasonable stakes for them. But they open with, like, a moderate stakes plot with, um... <laughs> what do you call it? The toxic waste where you're like, okay, well, I guess that makes sense. They're not, it's not going to be too big because they're just garbage. But then it turns into a murder mystery and it's like, well, why didn't you just start with the murder? Or like, why do we have all these steps? Like, yeah, it's very odd. And it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. Like, I don't know why this movie just can't be like a full on, like, goofy comedy. Like, yeah, and it's John, like, John, you said it. Like, when it, it's weird because when it devolves into like the crappy action movie at the end, it really just loses all steam. Yeah, like, it's totally out of gas. It. And like, you don't need the rear window, uh, fucking plot to get where you're going. Like, I mean, you can get there without that fucking setup. Yeah. But, like, I can... guess you needed to have him shoot the guy in the like. It's so convoluted yeah, for like, right. like, in again, again, what Alex said, like for something that doesn't really matter at the end because the the tape doesn't come back like at all, and the fact that they're just looking for the tape. Yeah, yeah. Like also, like, just or get, if you just want to do yeah. the toxic waste plot, just be like, oh, they accidentally picked up the wrong garbage truck and had all this toxic waste in it, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there's a yeah. lot 
cleaner ways to get where you're going. I, I can't believe he wrote 15 drafts of this <laughs> of this script, and this is the, the one f- they stuck with, right? Like the first 14 were like real racist. It's like the it's like that Simpsons where like Homer they're doing the the, the video for the. Uh, <laughs> The, the plant and like Homer is like, he's mimicking all of Burns' direction off screen and Burns, they yeah. Burns and he's like 151 takes. And that <laughs> this is the, the best, best one. one. <laughs> did this, uh, did anybody look up this movie's like, did this movie do well or did this tank? I'm not sure. I can get it. I think it did like okay. I'm looking it up now. So I, I do, I do remember this movie. It was very yeah. cheap too. It was a nine million dollar movie. Yeah. So. It's like uh, yeah, it, it did okay. Sixteen million on a nine million dollar budget. It's like um, I, Emilio Estevez has this thing where like I, he doesn't really like curse that much in movies. So it's like this sucks, and so do you. You're a pain in the ass, like you butthead. Like he always does that. I don't know. Like I always think of him for that. I also forgot Emilio Estevez has been Mission Impossible for five seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw right. that on IMDb, and I was trying to yeah. remember. Well, like, I don't remember that at all. There's, like, a cold open, I guess, and, like, there's a bunch of people in it, and he gets killed, like, right away. Oh. Um, this, is, this is kind of the first movie we've we've so, seen him in, I think, where it's kind of like, eh, he's okay, so, but, like, go ahead. Uh, sorry. Because he's not uh, doing anything, like, weird in it. Yeah, no. he's not. He's being very. He, him, and and uh, Charlie Sheen in this movie are like interchangeable. They're like he's not his usual crazy self that we've liked in the other. Yeah, movies. that's that's weird that a movie about a trash man uncovering this palace intrigue about a political assassination is like the normalest movie we've seen him yeah. in. Yeah, um, we've done a bunch of Emilio movies. So the other guy that was that it was supposed to be instead of Charlie Sheen was Judd Nelson. Okay. So, uh, Bender from, uh, Breakfast Club, that was his yeah. name in that movie. Right? Yeah, that would have been yeah. a much different movie. And John Hughes was gonna direct it. Oh. And then decided not he to. He probably read the script. He's like, uh, maybe. Give me like five more versions, Emilio, then maybe you got it. <laughs> when I, who is, is this a quote from, oh, this is a quote from Hughes. When I was reading it, I thought it was so good, so close to my bone. <laughs> what? <laughs> that I I'm, had. I'm sorry. <laughs> He said, when I, John Hughes said, when I was reading the screenplay, I thought it was so good, so close to my bone, I thought that I had written it. He must have read one of the other drafts. I don't know. So close to my bone? That is literally the quote, yes. Yeah, so close to my bone. What the That's fuck weird. does that mean? Uh, then he goes on to say, Emilio wanted to direct it, and I'm sure he will be able to. He can do anything. He can act. He can write. He can direct. He'll, he's surpassed me in that respect. I can't act. I wish I could. Okay. I mean, yeah, okay, I see what he meant. <laughs> he definitely didn't surpass him as a director. No. Yeah. John Hughes uh, is pretty good. John Hughes pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I um, I was trying to think <laughs> of the other things that, that Emilio Estevez directed. I want to see, didn't he direct fucking, like, Frost Nixon or some shit? I, I don't know. I'm looking at uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. He did not. He directed some movie with him and his dad, like that came out like not that long ago. Oh yeah, it was about like good. called like the hike or something or something like, like that. The walk yeah, or something like that. Um, this movie, the soundtrack is not like memorable at all. Like I don't think I recognize like any songs from no, it. Where I'm like, oh yeah, at least now we're going. 
it has an unusual amount of reggae for a surfer trash man movie. Yeah. Basically, because every time that guy was on screen, they had to play reggae music. Yeah. This is one of those movies that's tough to talk about because besides reiterating the plot and how like nonsensical it is, there's not really a whole lot to talk about. It's very like just kind of stock. It's it's, jank or nineties or whatever. It's just very bland. Like it's weird to me reading, reading the quote that Sean said about how like he was inspired after he saw like some, like this is something he really wanted to make. And it's like, why? Like there's no, like, you know what I mean? Like this screenplay doesn't reek of like passion or like an interesting idea. Like there's nothing to this movie. Also a movie I was not expecting the N word to pop up in. Oh yeah. That that was uh that was unexpected. I don't yeah. know, man, maybe maybe Emilio's passion is trash. He's maybe loves it. Yeah, he said he like, was. I could like I could see him sitting down like almost like a kid sitting down to write this. Be like, yeah, this trash man movie's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Kick ass. It's like Sean said. He said he got home from shooting Saint Elmo's fire, and it was five in the morning and he heard a trash truck coming down. He's like, man, nobody's made a movie about them. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you did it. Uh, yeah. Good job. Man. Nobody's done it since. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess five knuckle shuffle time. Did Gogs give us a score? I think he did. Four. He gave yeah, us he a four. four. Yeah. Uh, okay. Alec. Uh, I'm going to give this a six. Mm, fair. It was uh fairly bore- boring, but like most movies of this age and this weird like vanilla oatmeal genre, <laughs> right. like I still remember half of it. <laughs> like that's pretty. I good. remember I remember <laughs> a bunch of lines from it from watching it as a kid. And like that white boy line still kills me. It was fun. And I still, like, I still see it in other stuff. And like, I completely forgot it was from this. Like, had no idea. And I would never have guessed in a million years. And you said, what movie does that line come from? I never would have thought men at work. Um, yeah, but there's nothing, nothing really to it, man. Like, yeah. I guess he, I don't know. Maybe he was. Maybe he kept writing them all at five in the morning on trash days when he was on the <laughs> Jaeger coffee ice cream Tylenol <laughs> kicks. The Tylenol in there is not a bad idea. You're taking care of your hangover. You know, I bet the ice cream would smooth a lot of that shit out. I bet it wouldn't be as bad as yeah. it seems. The Jaeger just... <laughs> yeah, the Jaeger is where you lose me. Uh, that and the, the coffee that had been sitting out all night, presumably, that just makes... I don't know, that grosses me out. Well, yeah, it's a six. It's it's not not great. Um, TJ, uh, it's a five for me, dog. This is the uh, this is a a classic example of a movie that um is just it's not terrible, but it's just not memorable and left no impact on me at all. Like I, I, I like I don't I it didn't really usher any kind of emotional response. Like I I don't feel like it's it's a terrible movie, but like again, like I. I just said, like, I don't feel like there's, like, anything to this movie. And, like, I think that uh Keith David is really good in the movie. But, like, even he doesn't, like, make it, like, memorable. Like, I, I don't know. It's just it's just kind of there. Also, um 
I know that in the movie they're not brothers, but like they look so much alike, it's really jarring that they're not brothers in this movie. It's like, um, you, you, like at some point they should be like, it's weird that we look like so much. <laughs> it's like kind what of. What are you weird. boys, brothers? They could do it like that and then just yeah, that'd like, funny. no. That would have been a good joke. That would have been a fun <laughs> joke to put in the movie. But yeah, it's a five. It is just a classic, you know, vaporware fucking movie for me. So it's a five for me, dog. Sean. Uh, it's between a five and a six. I'm going to say six because like, it is not unmemorable because I did remember a shitload of lines. Like I said it before we even watched it last week. It was like the field interprets Walt's asshole. I think about that all the time. The fucking, you know, never touch another man's fries. I mean, that's like, like almost like meme status. I think most people remember that. But I think I remember the movie because, like, it, I think we all did this. If you had a movie available that you could rewatch, you rewatched yeah. it. Like, yeah, and, true. like, you just watch it till the fucking tape popped. I remember watching, I think it was Police Academy 3. It's the <laughs> one where they go to Florida. Yeah, oh, Operation yeah. Miami Beach. I think that's four. It might, yeah. I think that might be five. Oh, shit. I watched that movie, like, I kid you not, dude, like 15 times, probably more than that. And it's not good at all. Like it's and uh, but we had it, and it was one of the like handful of movies that I had. And I remember I had it. In, we had it in the big Errol's red VHS like clamshell yeah. thing. Like oh god, but I watched. That was movie it red for- or was it that weird like terracotta color that only uh, fucking movie cases came in? No, I think that, that- was red because it was legitimately from like Errol's things were all red. Okay, they- I can't. I barely remember Errol's. Yeah, but it was. I, I was what, thinking we need to do a police academy month. Did you guys do a police academy movie? You did Mission to Moscow, didn't you? We did Mission to Moscow, which we was five other abomination. Yeah. We'll watch the on patrol. We'll watch Mission to Miami, where I can I can recite like all the lines. Where there's one line where they talk about the one police officer's tits, and I remember liking that. And then there's a there's a Jaws reference where the guy that has like the big magnum. Like Jaws comes to the, the the shark comes to the shore and then the guy with the big magnum puts the the gun to the shark's head and it does like the fucking Benny Hill thing where it goes in reverse. Is that Castleberry is the guy with the big gun? How the fuck Tackle, did you remember Tackle. that? Tackleberry, but Tackle, yeah, Tackleberry. Okay, yeah. And then and oh, then High Castle was uh Bubba was Smith, the, right? the other dude. Yeah. The good, Hooks. Like, yeah. Isn't that his name? Bubba Smith? He was yeah, a... Yeah, Bubba Smith. Yeah. He was a he played for the Colts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then there was Hooks and then Mahoney and then fucking... Um, shit. What was uh, Schroeder? Or no, that was his name in Short Circuit. That guy. Uh, fuck. Yeah. The yeah. captain. The dickhead. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Police Academy Month would be interesting. <laughs> Nothing else. But yeah, like... The, I bet the movie... you there would be some bangers and some not-so-bangers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Like that Miami Mission Miami Mission Beach Mock. Operation Miami Beach yeah whatever that is because that's the one it's like it's not even uh they're trying to solve a crime it's just like the yeah annual police bash yeah it's like a plot of a uh, fucking the, uh, Reno nine one one movie yeah yeah but I do I remember loving that fucking movie like, you know there's one, gonna be a lot of weird they, uh, they replaced Gutenberg with uh. Forget who it Can't is. remember the other guy's name. He played Lloyd, not Lloyd Braun. It's the, the it's, he was the Serenity Now guy. From yes, yes, Seinfeld. yes, that guy. Yep, exactly. But he's been in a ton of other stuff, and I can't remember the other stuff. You know, there's gonna be a lot of weird gay panic shit in those movies. Like I uh, haven't seen them in forever, but like you just know where that's going. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
But uh, All right. now this movie is just like I don't know, man. Like it's he's trying something, so like it, whatever. It's a six. It's not like incompetent. It's just no. janky in a not fun way. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, so, what do we have? Is is next month? Are we still in May next month? We or next week? I oh yeah, it's, it's Memorial Day. It's still May. Is it a grab bag? Well, well it's a grab bag <laughs> or a funeral pick. Yeah, Since because we, lost, uh, we got two Jim actors. Brown and Ray Stevenson. If only they were in a movie together. Oh, well, I was gonna say we could watch yeah. the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but that was Ray Winstone, not Ray Stevenson. We did yeah. Warzone, right? We have I done that. I felt like we did Warzone. Yeah, I thought, I we, thought did. we did both Punisher movies. I yeah. didn't do Warzone, but it might have been before I came. It was a long wow. time ago. Uh, we'll figure it out one way or another. Yeah. I, I've, I'm fine with watching Mars Attacks. That would be fun to watch. We could watch original Gangsters with Jim Brown and Fred Williamson and Pam. You remember that when they made the the oh, yeah. 90s black exploitation movie? Yeah, I do remember that. Oh, the, didn't we watch one of the old ones? Uh, yeah, yeah we through the hard way. That that was, rules. Yeah, that was we've fun. watched like five or six of his movies. Yeah, we've done a we've done a few. Uh, he was in any given Sunday. He was in. Oh, that's right. Fuck, he what was I, in any Sunday. I forgot. Oh, uh, fuck. What else was? Uh, blah, blah, blah. shit. Hang on. I, I know there was there was another one he pops up in. Like oh, there was there was three straight three consecutive movies of his that we had seen at one yeah. point. It was like any given Sunday and two other movies. And I was like, oh, we watched all three of them, but one of them might have been Mars Attacks that I, we, we were gonna watch, but we didn't. Did we do the running? We didn't do the Running Man, right? Because he's in that. No, oh, I was gonna. The, I was in the Running Man. Oh, I was gonna suggest him for that to watch that for his. Oh. Uh, for this, but I don't know how much he's in it. Oh, he's I, don't, in, I don't. I don't remember him in it. So we did. He got game. He's in that. We did draft day. He's in that. We did small soldiers. He's in that. Jesus. Any given Sunday. Yep, we've any given probably, Sunday, Three the Hard Way. more on his career than any other podcast. Like <laughs> probably. Yeah. And accidentally. Yeah. Man, I would I would not mind watching Running Man, though. I do love that movie. I do, too. I think he's like he's barely in it, though, right? Like, I mean, he's, he's really good in Mars Attacks, and he has a yeah. much bigger role in that movie. Yeah. I'm fine with Mars Attacks. Yeah, I can, do, I can roll with Mars Attacks. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. I'll put it on the Plex either way. All right. All right. That's next week. Mars Attacks. R.I.P. Jim Brown. R.I.P. Yeah. Ray Stevenson. Uh, R.I.P. Gogs. Especially Ray Stevenson. Like, he couldn't have, How old was he? Like, 50? He was 58? like... He was like... I think he was younger than that. I think he was like 54 yeah. or something. Was yeah, like, yeah, that's young dude. crazy. And he always seemed like he was in good shape, but I guess he I, was never now. Yeah, you never know. And I don't know. Apparently... I mean, like, we, did he, he just... Really, or did he... Did he uh unalive himself? Do they know? I don't think they they haven't said. I don't think they. Oh, okay. Uh, but like I, I who knows? But I I will say that like uh he was always the guy that was fun when he showed up. Like he he yeah. was a guy I always liked when he popped up in movies. And um, you know we all love Warzone. Like Warzone was a lot of fun. I yeah. I like his portrayal of the Punisher. Probably my favorite out of all of them. Uh, I mean, I like the Lundgren one a lot, but I feel like his is the closest to like the comic that we've ever gotten. Yeah, him or um, Burnthal. Yeah, well, Burnthal's yeah, real chatty though. Yeah, Burnthal's good. I mean, I like probably actually I take it back. I probably like Burnthal the best, but also yeah. Burnthal has the benefit of having probably the best written one out of all. Yeah, of and the movies. most time to fucking. Yeah. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, I liked Ray Stevenson a lot. I actually totally forgot that he was in the fucking Thor movies. <laughs> when I read it for a second, I was like, the, the old fucking San yeah, Francisco he, wrestler? And I was like, oh, that's that was Ray Stevens. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it sucks. That guy was great. Yeah. And uh, R.I.P. Jim Brown, also fucking great. Legend, yeah. like, on the screen and off the screen and fucking did a lot of other stuff. Like, fucking yeah. guy ruled. So anyway, all right. Well, that's the show. Gogs, take some tums if you're listening. Well, you mm-hmm. don't listen to the sh- He doesn't listen. What do you say? He doesn't listen to the shows that he's not on. <laughs> Just, oh, you which I mean, is I don't blame him. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing. I, I would prefer. I actually like listening. I like when I'm not on the show because I like yeah. listening to the shows that I'm not on. I don't listen to the ones that I'm on generally. Because uh, I already heard it. I already did it. <laughs> and I don't like to hear myself. Uh, all right. Everybody, Bye. Uh, you know what to do. Go eat your own ass. Later. Wage against capitalism. Make sure you make a podcast about raging against capitalism. That's right. Oh, we're still we're, we're still recording. If you don't have a podcast, it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't count. If it, it's uh, that, we should make that a shirt. If, it, if it's not on a podcast, it doesn't count. <laughs> you know what you need to do? You need to get a picture of Gog's living room. And that would that in your oh. Dude, that's a good idea. Oh, that's a funny idea. No, what I can do is next time I go over there, I'll sit in his chair, right, at the computer, and I'll just turn around and take a picture so it looks exactly like it does when he sits at his camera. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea. Oh, bro, that's a good idea. Oh, I like that. He's going to lose it. Gogs, I'm at your house. That's so funny. Oh, well, I'm going over there one day, so yeah, I'll take a picture. Oh, I gotta sneak it somehow. I gotta distract him somehow. Yeah, that's not that hard. No, it's really not. I'll have to wait till he takes a shit or something. All right. How about them O's, huh? Sweeping yeah. the Blue Jays. Man, that shit was great. I was a little nervous too Sunday because I was like, damn, they're gonna give it up. But then they had that monster fucking what tenth inning. I was like, oh my god. That was awesome. Yeah, they're on fire. They're only two and a half back from uh, Tampa right now. They're looking so good. The pitching is coming around. Like, it's very exciting. Very, very exciting. I hope we fucking, I hope we take at least two or three from the Yankees. That would be fucking huge. So, yeah, it's going to be a big series. They're they're keeping pace with everybody. Yeah, I mean, distance between them and between them and everybody else. It's really impressive that they're keeping pace even with Tampa who started so amazing. You know what I mean? They, I feel like every time I turn around, Tampa's just winning, winning, winning. But we're only, yeah. what, two and a half back from Tampa? I mean, I know it's yeah. a long season, but still, like, that's impressive for a team. Two and a half back when you're on the cusp of June? Yeah, that's pretty good. You know, it's this team is exciting, man. Like, I get a little nervous because I, I, uh, I watched something off of, like, MLB TV. And like now, it seems like we're starting to get like national attention, and I'm like, no, shh, no, don't let, don't pay attention to us, you know, <laughs> like you don't need to talk about us. You keep talking about yeah. your fucking Yankees and your fucking Dodgers, like we'll be yeah. fine. Keep talking about Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. My name is Judge. It's so great that like the the teams with the spending the most money are just doing the like they're not doing the worst, but they're not nearly living up to all that money. Like, yeah, I mean, they're still not doing terrible. When you look at, like, well, the, the last place team in the AL East would be, oh, like, yeah. second place in, like, every other division. 
Yeah. Well, look at, I mean, the, the fucking, the Mets are like in meltdown mode. Like it's kind of crazy, but that's the thing with like, you know, I, I'm glad that we didn't like break the bank and get a pitcher. Cause like the thing is like the, you know, if we just spent all that money on like Max Scherzer, like look where he is right now. Look at Verlander. Like, I mean, you know, those guys were good, yeah. but like they don't last forever. And Verlander is pretty old. Like, like I, uh, they're both year, in the 40s, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I think we, it looks like we've, we're doing the right thing. Like pitching is coming around. Like everybody seems to be getting better. Like, I don't know, man. Looking pretty good. Yeah, it is looking good. Exciting. It's, it is genuinely, dude, it's the most exciting this team I think has ever been. Like, even the Buck years, they weren't this exciting. Cause like, I feel like the Buck years, they, even when they were a good team, they'd always like come on strong late. I feel like they never had these like crazy openings like this. Like, I don't know. There's something different about this team. It really is. Yeah. Well, I got to go pee. Yeah. All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. Later, buddy. See you, dude.